Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Games with Bill, your almost daily micro podcast about the video game industry. Each episode, I try and talk about one topic in the industry for less than 10 minutes. And today I want to talk about the Xbox Series S. But before we get there, I want to have a callback to previous episodes. And this might be something that I try and do in the future. It might extend the episode by like five minutes if I do it this way. We'll see how it goes. Last episode, I talked about the PlayStation DualSense Edge controller uh, being announced at $200. If you want to know my thoughts on this controller coming out at that price point, make sure you check out the previous episode of Games with Bill. Uh, But a thing that I think I want to do with with topics moving forward is also ask a question uh, like in a poll. And those polls are going to be on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash nerdness. Go subscribe if you haven't. But yesterday I asked this question and over two, it looks like 2.4 thousand people responded already. And here's the question that I asked. I said, even if you don't use PlayStation, what do you think of the pricing of the DualSense Edge controller at $199? 93% of the people who responded said that that is too expensive. Uh, 7% said that it was a fair price. So that was a very, very lopsided poll. Usually I don't see polls quite that lopsided. That's really skewed. It's not a huge surprise, though. A lot of people don't want to spend $200 on a controller. And as soon as you say it's $200 on a controller, they think that that's a crazy, um, a crazy idea. And maybe it is, but it's certainly not outside the realm of possibility. In fact, there are quite a few people who responded in the comments of that poll who said, uh, you know, that, that while it's while it's very expensive, it's also competitive. When you look at things like the uh, uh, customizable Xbox Series X controller or not X, uh, elite controller, um, that's uh, close to two hundred dollars. And then when you add in the accessories, it's two hundred bucks, you know, Um there were other people who talked about scuff controllers actually costing more than this controller. So I just think it's really interesting. And if you, if you want to participate in these polls, then make sure that you subscribe and turn on the bell over at my, my YouTube channel so that you can see those polls on your YouTube feed and then just vote or leave a comment uh, and let me know what you guys think. Um, So uh, let me read off a couple of things. Uh, your mistake, sir, said, from the review I saw, they implemented uh, the high-end features of the specialty controllers without the really high price tag. Yes, 199 is expensive, but there are aftermarket controllers, he means like third-party controllers, that cost twice that. Um, John's Ducks, that's a funny name, I like that name, they said... I think it's an insane price, but I think the Elite controller is way overpriced too. I much prefer my 8-BitDo Pro 2 to an Elite controller and to a PS5 controller. Pretty sure I will prefer it to this as well. Absolutely insane to buy a controller for half the price of a whole Steam Deck. Anyway, uh, that poll's still there. You guys can go vote in it and let me know what you think. Let's uh, move on, but first, I want to say thank you to the sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. 
All right, let's talk about the Xbox Series X. If you don't know, um, I think in order to explain my thoughts on this, I have to go back to the last gen. Because last gen, it wasn't the first time that we had a mid-gen up upgrade. So like the PS4 Pro or the Xbox Series, uh, or not Series, the Xbox One X or the Xbox One SAD, like, this, that was not the first time that we had that, but it was the first time that I was really paying attention to that. And one of the things that I was always worried about that turned out to be, I didn't need to be worried about it, was that as soon as the new hardware came out, one of two things would happen. Either the new hardware would really not benefit anybody because the developers would say, well, there's a lot of people out there with the old hardware. Let's just target that old hardware. The new hardware, it doesn't matter, okay? that That's not really, like, we're not going to make a whole bunch of extra money by targeting that hardware. If we target the lower one, we can hit all of the hardware and we'll be fine. And nobody's going to know that they could have gotten a few more frames per second. That didn't happen. A lot of developers targeted the lower-end hardware and targeted the higher-end hardware, and they got really good results. Like games ran a lot better on the, on my PS4 Pro than they did on my OG PS4. The other thing that I was worried about happening is developers saying, well, we got this new hardware, so we're going to target the new hardware and the old hardware, the games are going to run like garbage on there. That didn't happen either because I think both Sony and Microsoft said, if you're going to put your game on our system, it needs to work on both systems. Now, that was a mid-gen refresh. The big difference with this time around is that both Microsoft and Sony launched this generation with multiple SKUs. Now, in the case of the PlayStation, both have the same amount of power. The only difference between the two SKUs is that the PS5 discless version just doesn't have a disc. And the one with the disc has a disc. That gives them a $400 entry point, and then a $500 bigger one, which is fine. Microsoft went a little different. They don't have the same hardware in both and just no disc in the lower one. The Xbox Series S is actually lower power than the Series X. And there are some developers and publishers that are starting to feel that. Like, they want to get their games on Xbox, especially because Game Pass is very, very compelling. And developers are really starting to appreciate having the option to get a game out there, have people play it, even though they're not buying it, and then get paid from Microsoft from Game Pass. But now, the issue is that the Series S, being less powerful, is really hampering development by some developers and some developers are basically saying hey this is this is making it hard for us to do our job uh visual artist for bosa studios uh ian mcclure he revealed that the reason why they were hearing this so much lately is that many developers have been trying for the past year to get xbox series s launch requirements dropped adding that the console has been an albatross around the neck of production in the previous development cycle, and the developers don't want to repeat the process. What they're essentially saying is, hey, when the Xbox series, when this gen launched, 
we were all working on old older games that were going to work on the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series S, and the Xbox Series X. So basically, they were working on last-gen games and bringing them to the current gen. Well, now they're moving to only current-gen stuff. And because they're moving to only current-gen stuff, that means that having this lower-power device makes their job a lot harder because now multi-platform games, they have to optimize for this lower power device. And Microsoft is essentially holding the line saying, hey, this the entire generation of games are going to be hamstrung by this potato, <laughs> which is that that comes from Rocksteady senior character technical artist Lee Devenald. <laughs> they called it a potato. Uh, they also said, I wish gamers understood what 60 frames per second means in terms of all the things they lose to make a game run that fast, especially taking into account that we have current gen console. that's not much better than a last gen one. Uh, the series S GPU mostly is the problem. And listen, the series S exists because Microsoft wanted to hit a $300 price point and they did because that gave them a, a, a way to get Game Pass into the hands of people who didn't want to spend $500 on hardware. And while devs aren't super happy about putting their games on the Series S, the console has really been embraced. Like, uh, it's selling really well. There were a couple of months uh, there for a while where it was the best-selling console. It was selling better than Nintendo Switch. It was selling better than PlayStation the Series S is doing really well because it provides that budget entry into next gen. And I think that that's pretty compelling. Now, I don't have a Series S. This does not affect me, but I know that there's lots of people out there that are affected by this and that want to be able to play the latest games on this $300 device. And so the question is, is Microsoft doing the right thing? By hamstringing development of games to support this system that is underpowered compared to the others. Now I say that they are doing the right thing. And for multiple reasons, number one, not everybody can get their hands on these super powerful systems. That's number, that's the first thing. Number two, they made this promise and now you got to keep this promise. They said the games that are Xbox games are going to be series S games and series X games. It will run on both systems. So they made that promise. They have to keep that promise, which means they have to enforce with the publishers and developers who want to bring their games to this system. You're going to run your game on both of our systems. A counterpoint to that would be that Microsoft also has xCloud. And xCloud could stream games from Xbox Series X onto a Series S and that kind of gets rid of the requirements because then developers could target the Xbox Series X. Microsoft could sell the Series S. And then people who have the Series S and a good internet connection could still play those games that are only able to be run on a Series X because of the improved GPU performance. I think that that's great. But then counterpoint to that, I'm playing devil's advocate here, is that not everybody has a good internet connection. Like, I have a really great internet connection. My dad's house, which is 10 miles from my house, 
My dad has dial-up. Literally, he has dial-up. He cannot, like, he does not have the ability to get faster internet than dial-up because the cable company just won't run it, run the wire out there for less than five grand. That's what they told him. They, he wanted to get uh, internet cable out there, and they told him, that'll be $5,000, sir. And he had already had, like, the trench dug and everything because he was, like, he was building his house. And he said, yeah, hey, can you guys just run a wire here in this thing that I already dug? And they said, nope, $5,000 to run a wire. And there's a lot of people out there who don't have good internet. So they cannot, like, that's not something that Microsoft could really do. Anyway, I want to know what you guys think. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm going to put a poll on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash nerdnest. And if you guys could reply to that poll, I'm very curious what your thoughts are. Anyway, if you want to get these shows without any any ads and you want to support me making independent uh, game content, then hey, head on over to patreon.com slash nerdnest and uh, get no ads over there for as little as a buck a month. If you have yet to join our community discord, I give away games over there all the time. Nerdnest.tv slash discord. I hope that you have a fantastic day. From the Nerdnest, I'm Bill. Stay rad, everybody. Mm-hmm.